For broadcasting or advertising opportunities, call 1-888-303-3884 or visit wildfireradio.com and click on Contacts. You are listening to The Straight Shooters exclusively on Wildfire Radio. Subscribe to The Straight Shooters podcast on iTunes by visiting the iTunes store and download every episode on wildfireradio.com. Now, here's Vaughn Johnson and Nick Picone bringing you the latest and greatest in the world of professional wrestling. Oh, Shooters Radio Universe! My name, of course... Is Warren Johnson. Well, super nerdy pet peeve uh, of mine, nitpicky. I don't think he should have been hopping over the top rope like a uh, parkour champion. You got me mad now. What is your name? As always, with my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick McCone. That's me. I don't really know us like you think that you do. I'm Ryan Isley. What is he doing? Oh my God! Is he the third man? He's the third man! What the hell is going on here? Straight Shooters is, the, I believe, the number one show on Wildfire Radio. I'm feeling good. No sleep, no food, no nothing. Just maniacism. For all the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry. What actually happened on the show? Nothing. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What is up, ladies and gentlemen, out there in internet land? My name is Vaughn Johnson, and I'm joined, as always, by my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick Corner, Philly voice and Philly influencer, and you are listening and watching... Episode 196 of the Straight Shooters on a whole multitude of platforms. But before I tell you about those platforms, these here platforms, Nick, my weekly check-in. What's going on, baby? What's up? Yeah, it's been great. It's been in the 60s, and I, I've been loving it. Well, up until today, it got a little in, high in the 70s. Uh, hopefully, the al- pollen's gone. All my allergies are gone, hopefully. Um, so I'm, I'm... I'm thrilled with how this week is playing out with my, my personal self. Yeah, it's been in, <laughs> the week. The weather has been nice. Do the, the, the weekly weather check, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's been uh, gone by pretty fast this week, it feels like. Uh, it's already it really Thursday. Right, I know we usually record on Wednesdays. I know people are like, well, what happened to the show? Somebody asked, like, are we not recording? It's like, well, look, life got in the way. Uh, i.e. me getting sweet tickets to the Phillies game, so <laughs> I had to enjoy that sweet life for a night. Uh, mm. So, pardon me, sorry guys. You know, uh, we too can, bad they couldn't get a win for you. Listen, listen, Bastards. I still had a good time though. <laughs> That's all that matters. So, I ain't mad about that. But since you're here listening to us on this here Thursday, or you're listening to us, <clears throat> excuse me, after the fact, you're probably listening to us on one of these. This plethora of platforms that are on. That Ooh. includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, SoundCloud, Spotify, and of course, the mothership, wildfireradio.com. We can find all 195 prior episodes, uh, prior episodes excuse me, of the Straight Shooters. And of course, we got exclusive content on Patreon, patreon.com slash shootersradio, live commentaries, special episodes of the Blue Meanie. You might have heard the episode we had with him about uh, ECW Barely Legal a couple weeks back. Well, we had a, a show prior to that that's exclusively on Patreon about the ECW arena and me getting a Super Bowl ring there about this time last year or a month out, you know, a month shy of, of a year uh, ago. So go to patreon.com slash shooters radio. You can listen to that episode and more exclusive content for the nominal fee of one ninety nine. Of course, if you're watching this, you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, if you want to interact with this, you can do so on the right of your screen. That'd be your right, my left. I typically try to point to it. I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm pointing to it. And yeah, so drop a line in there and interact with your boys here on the Straight Shooters. Now, we've got a lot to talk about on this show this week, uh, but we're going to start off on a bit of a sad note. Because uh, we, st- we started off the day seemingly on a sad note with the news about Ric Flair being seriously ill in the hospital. But according to Conrad Thompson, it's not as serious as everybody reported, initially reported. Uh, you know, it's just a routine procedure that he's going to have anyway. The family knew about it. 
So Ric Flair is fine, and he will be at his roast that he's having in Las Vegas, I think, this weekend. So good news in that front. But we did, not long before, before we went on the air, get some unfortunate news that has unfortunately been confirmed to be true, and that is Ashley Mazzaro. Uh, some of you may remember her from the mid-2000s in WWE. She was a Diva Search winner. I think she was a former women's champion. She unfortunately has passed away at the age of 39. Very young age of 39. Uh, this was reported by TMZ and confirmed by WWE and, of course, a host of other websites as well. But yeah, Ashley Mazzaro, she won the 2005 Diva Search. She had a big match at WrestleMania one year against Molina. But she left WWE in like 2008, I believe. Mm. And I think she's popped up here and there in wrestling since then. But yeah, she had a, she had a brief run in wrestling, at least on, in WWE. But man, 39 years old is, is mm-hmm. extremely young to, to leave this earth. So condolences to her family and yeah. all her friends. She, That's a shame. She, absolutely. And she was apparently uh, getting ready for a wrestling comeback. Uh you know, I hadn't really kept tabs on a lot of people that leave WWE, uh, but apparently she was, I don't know if it was a WWE comeback or just a wrestling comeback in general, but, um, you know, she she was working her way towards that. And then, uh, you know, yesterday on Wednesday this week, she had tweeted out that she just answered fan mail too. So, you know, she was active, you know, with, with her fans. So uh, very sad. Yeah. Like I said, um, very young. Uh, the the cause of her death has not been confirmed, at least from what I saw. Yet, I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, I looked on TMZ and I didn't see anything as far as a cause yet. It just said that she was in the hospital. I think she just said that when she went to the hospital. I can double check that though. But uh, yeah, it's just it's sad, man. It's you know we, we saw the thing about uh, John Oliver a couple weeks ago and talked about yeah. like wrestler death and stuff like that and some of it was a little overblown talking about how, the number of wrestlers that died under the age of like 50 or something like that and a lot of that stuff happened years ago you a know lot, you don't see yeah. it, you don't see it much nowadays uh but then here comes Ashley Mazzaro, unfortunately passing away not even 40 years old only 39 um so I guess that lends more credence to that point. Uh, mm-hmm. But like again, it still this doesn't happen very often nowadays. And you see wrestlers dying this young, but uh, you know we don't see it much anymore, which makes this even more tragic. It, just, it hits harder when you don't see it as much. I guess maybe twenty years ago when this was happening more frequently, maybe it felt differently. But yeah, this is this is sad, man. She was apparently on Survivor as well. Um, mm-hmm. so she did that like a while back. Um, 2007 actually. Um, she's in a cover of Playboy. That was a big deal for her. Mm. Uh, so yeah, but it, it, uh, TMZ reported that the officials will not reveal the cause of death. Cause of death at this point, but we're told it's being classified as "quote unquote" non-criminal. So apparently, mm. there's no foul play involved. At least that is the initial report on the untimely demise of Ashley Mazzaro. So rest in peace. To her, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. You got anything else to add to uh, to this? No, I just remember like remember from the diva search, and then went and on that run had had a pretty good run WWE before she left. Um, yeah, WWE to- pushed her to, at, to the yeah, top of the it, card, at least top of the women's a, division, I should say, not to the top. Yeah, of the and card, it was but. at a time when you know the athleticism wasn't necessarily on display in the women's division, but Ashley Bizarro was a, a big name in, in WWE, and uh, you know she did well for herself in that role that she was in and then uh you know when she left i didn't i don't know if she went to impact like i, I don't really remember much because i i didn't keep tabs on uh a lot of the people that left wwe at the time so uh you know it's very unfortunate especially that young yeah so uh again we're gonna make the awkward transition as we typically do we've done in this podcast Always. before it seems like uh, we talked about wrestling deaths. That's what we do best. Awkward transitions. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we've had to do this multiple times, but uh, we got a this big news week. Like I said, Flair was apparently in the hospital, uh, but fortunately, nothing's wrong. At least, you know, nothing serious was wrong with Flair. But that was that made headlines earlier today. But what made the headlines yesterday was the official announcement. 
of all elite wrestling's television deal. Now, it would have been perfect timing for us to do a podcast yesterday, but, you know, yeah. hey, look, again, blame me. Blame me. But it's only 24 hours after, day after, so yeah, it's yeah. still fresh in people's minds. Uh, but, yeah, AEW is officially going to have a weekly television show on TNT for the first time in almost 20 years. Turner Broadcasting, Turner Station is going to have professional wrestling on its airwaves. That's going to be kind of cool. It's going to be happening this fall. I don't think they announced a night or the name of the show. No, not yet. Uh, but we know that it's going to happen, and it's going to be this fall. Uh, the TNT is back in the wrestling business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and they're in with all elite wrestling now. I like how you put it like that. The it's, wrestling it's business. The wrestling business. Yep. Uh, but we got a lot of info, and it was going to be the inaugural event that AEW is going to have, of course, is all, uh, Double or Nothing. That's next weekend. Yeah. Um, that will be available on Bleacher Report Live, which, of course, Bleacher Report is owned by Turner, so no surprise there. And it's going to be live on pay-per-view, and uh, I think the cost of the pay-per-view, at least, is like 50 bucks mm. from what I saw. Uh, that could, that could that could be wrong. Maybe you have to check your local listings to confirm that. But that's what I saw on the you know, the social media interwebs here. Let's see. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it's you know we got the typical. The press release has a lot of the typical like you know we're happy to be to do this. We're happy to be here. A lot of the quotes from the big wigs involved on each side, whether that's Tony Khan or people involved with TNT. I mean. Kind of shocked, actually, that TNT got back in the wrestling game. But here we are. It's 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 been twenty years, uh, so why not? But here's what we did not really find out. This that to me that's that that's what's so interesting about this. Uh, well, for one, I, I guess. Well, well, here's what we didn't find out. I'll, I'll get into that. Let me get into that first. Uh, we didn't know whether we we didn't hear an official word on whether this is a like AEW or get is getting money for their television rights. Or whether this is a time buy or a revenue share or something like that, we don't know the the financial logistics of this yet. At least, uh, of course, we don't know the name, we don't know the day of the week or the time slot yet. A lot of things we still don't know. But from what we do know, AEW on TNT. Nick, I'm curious as to your thoughts on this transaction. I guess you can call it. Man, I love it. I love. I- I'll tell you, I find myself going on the WWE Network a lot and watching old Nitro episodes and just the way they incorporated Turner, you know, the networks into their programming in a way, you know, that Nitro where they led into, I think it was from the Georgia Dome early 1997, and they had like one of Hulk Hogan's movies right after Nitro. So they had um, Hogan versus the Giant in the main event. Garbage movies. Probably, yeah, sure. De- Salt <laughs> on Devil's Island, maybe that was it. Uh, I know that was one of them. But uh, and then they had Hogan versus the Giant as the main event, and then they would show the match in between the commercial breaks. Uh, I guess it went for about a half hour to forty minutes longer. And I remember being mad because I couldn't stay up and watch it. Uh, so it it brings me back to that time period. I know it's different now. Twenty nineteen t- television's a lot different. Streaming's a lot different. Um, so. I'd be interested to see what day of the week it's got to, you would most likely think it's on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Cause I don't think they would wait until October when SmackDown moves to Friday uh, to put it on Thursday, but uh, we've seen weirder things. I just don't expect to see it on well, SmackDown's on Tuesday. So what am I talking about? I keep thinking about impact too, uh, but impact's not available where, where we are on TV. At least I don't have the pursuit channel. So, uh, you know, I I assume Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Uh, so, you know, like I hope it doesn't. We don't go head to head with their TV series when we record our podcast because uh, I want to watch that show. Uh, did you did you see the tweet uh, that had their logo with like the fire in the background or whatever the TNT? I did. Uh, but, uh, I, that brought back memories. I'm like, man, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, I love it. I just love it. Everything about it, I love it. Uh, when I first heard about, there was a report a few months ago that it was possible they would be on TNT, and uh, I was like, "Yes!" Like I, I think we even mentioned that report, and we're like, "Yes!" Like that'd be awesome for that something like that to happen. So the fact that it's come to fruition, 
and we'll have, you know, it's not going to compete with WWE right away. They're, I would be very, very surprised if they put their TV show on a Monday or Friday. I, I really don't, don't see that happening, but at least putting it in a, in a, in a spot, uh, prime time, uh, whether it's an hour, I know they say it's an hour, but they could easily move move it to two hours by the time it debuts. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, I'm excited. I, it's something new. It's going to be available easily to watch. You know, if if you have TV or even streaming, like you know, I'm excited. Uh, I don't know how the roster is going to play out from now until then, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where something different so uh, i'm kind of all in no pun intended uh <laughs> actually very much pun intended yeah intended uh, to, pun, to, baby. See, <laughs> to see like how it shapes out uh you know it it's all in the anticipation right now because we we haven't seen a pr- their product yet you know yeah. play out in, in the ring uh, you know we've seen press conferences you know here and there but that's all we we have to go by like i don't go by all in because that was really a ring of honor production yeah, so a little bit later on, but go ahead. Yeah, so you know th- this. Uh, I think a lot of it's in the anticipation, and after next weekend, I'll have a bigger uh, or or a more clear picture of what I expect from them in terms of a weekly TV series. And uh, I wonder if they'll go for to the fans to to see f- for a poll to see what they can name their uh, weekly TV show. That'd be interesting too. Well. It- yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Probably, I don't know if they're going to go with the gambling theme like they've done <laughs> last couple mm-hmm. times, all in double or nothing or whatever. I think that's going to be a prominent role, by the way, in AEW. You know, it's just based on what I've read the last few days. You know, like statistics, uh, analytics is going to be heavy in play. The way they – obviously, it's a worked – wrestling has worked, but it'll be interesting to see how they put those together. And uh, if they if they just make it different th- – like. Th- Looking back at some of the stuff WCW was running in the in the late '90s, it was so different than what WWF was doing, and I appreciate that more now than I did then. You know, just the way the commentary and just the way they presented it, it was absolutely more of a real competition uh, on Nitro, even the early days of Thunder. You know, before it got all like carny and whatnot, uh, it was a real presentation. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, and that's part of my part of my anticipation that uh, I want a more realistic type product. We got somebody in the chat that uh, says, how is this any different from TNA going to Monday nights in 2010? It's vastly different from that uh, because TNA had already existed for eight years by that point. And there was already a a bit of a, uh, I guess a stain, uh, you could say on that product. Because you know, it, and, and it got worse after 2010. 2010 was probably like the peak of TNA. You can say 2008 to like after 2008. I guess that was maybe the peak. We had some old Joe Kurt Angle, yeah. but into 2010, TNA still had some credit, a lot of credibility with the fans. Uh, it it started to lose it in 2010, but, but when they went to Monday nights, it it was you know it still had some. Uh, All elite wrestling by just wrestling fan standpoint. Everybody's on board with all elite wrestling. Well, I'll say everybody, but the majority of the fans are behind all elite wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have any ill will toward it yet. Uh, it hasn't had a chance to get anybody to have ill will toward it because it hasn't had a show yet. We don't know what it looks like. So, uh, Spike TNT is a much bigger network than Spike TV. Uh, it has more tradition. It's got more money behind it. Spike TV, as a, a name, doesn't even exist anymore. It's the Paramount Network now. So, and it doesn't say it in the press release, but I would be shocked if TNT goes head to head with Monday Night Raw. They Spike learned the hard way that wasn't a good idea. TNT has been down this road before with Hello Nitro, and at one point mm-hmm. it was beating Raw, but that was twenty years ago. Raw has become has obviously taken over and become a staple of Monday Night Wrestling, and they can use Impact as an example to say we don't want to compete with that. We'll go on a different night. And if I'm them, I'm taking a Tuesday because what's happening in the fall? SmackDown's going from Tuesday to Friday. So Tuesday's wide open, and maybe Wednesday's open too, if you, unless you don't want to compete with NXT, which, I mean, they're not even on TV. So, uh, yeah, this is, to me, is vastly different from uh, TNA. I don't think it's even, it's like comparing apples to oranges. I don't think it's even a fair comparison 
Uh, another person in chat, do you think AEW will have the studio show in the vein of Inside the NBA since it's on TNT? Oh, that, that'd be a cool idea. But I don't see that happening. Not off the bat, at least. Maybe down yeah. the road, but I don't think that happens off the bat. Yeah. If WCW didn't have it and it's had a, uh, I don't think AEW will. Although it'd be cool if they had like a weekend show, you know, Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock, live wire type style. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I heard the end of that. No, 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 no live wire. But that costs money, though. And yeah. from the looks of it, they're not making money from their TV. You know, this is at the very best. From best case scenario, it sounds right. like it's going to be a time buy of sorts. Right. Uh, you know what? I, I kind of agree with you in the fact that uh, I don't think, like, put it on Monday night when, when TNA learned the lesson the hard way. It's not going to be on Monday nights. But at the same time, you have. Uh, TNA had Hulk Hogan on the books. They had Eric Bischoff on the books. They had Ric Flair on the books. Like that was a lot of money going to at least three guys. And you had like AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, uh, uh, Samoa Joe. Like those guys were being paid a lot too at the top of the card. And the fact that all the old WWE guys that were coming into TNA were given top spots. They were winning world titles, you know, like the Booker T's, the Christian Cages, like, those guys. So AEW doesn't really have that right now. And I do believe that if they brought people over from WWE, they're not going to be the top guys. It could be like a Dolph Ziggler, the revivals, got people like that. Like they're not top names. So they're not going to, even if they do put them at the top of the card and have them win titles, like it's just not the same as TNA. TNA was just like making weird ass decisions. Uh, so in that vein, I also think it's different. So yeah. Chris Jericho is really the only guy they have that uh, <laughs> you'd be annoyed if he won the world title. It's like, well, what the hell? Like, why, why, why Chris Jericho? Like, it, it's supposed to be different. So why would you put Chris, like Chris Jericho is an attraction? Like, make him an an attraction. If you want to put him in the main event, whatever, but just don't have the title involved. Yeah. And I think I think that's what makes it. That's what would make it different than what TNA was trying to do. I think he's beating uh, Kenny Omega though at double or nothing. That's just my hey, that it's a story. Like you got it. You can't just have one match, right? You got to build a story if you want to. This is your second one, and well, so rubber match. have a rubber match, right? Yeah. Uh, another uh, comment in the chat. Somebody said that I would like to have an angle with Charles Barkley. Now they're not going to have an angle with Charles Barkley. Oh, I don't man. see Charles Barkley doing <laughs> that, but there could be some type of crossover, obviously. I mean, this is starting up in the fall, uh, so basketball season kind of starts up in like late October, early November. So maybe they'll do have a guest on there. Maybe they'll have a guest on Inside the NBA. To me, if you want to get some crossover, Inside the NBA is probably the most popular basketball television show out there, besides the games itself. So yeah, that that would be an interesting thing to do to have like uh, Cody Rhodes or Kenny Omega show up on Inside because they've had guests on there. I've seen like Randy Moss on there or. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because they got KG do the interview segments, but they've had athletes and people from other realms of in sports and entertainment on inside the NBA as like special featured guests. So maybe that could happen in the future on inside the NBA or something like that. So there's going to be some crossover. You're going to see some commercials and stuff like that, which will be cool to see at some point. Now, another thing I'm interested in with AEW is that they're doing pay per view because it looks like because here's the thing because it doesn't look like they're going to get money at all at least they're not getting just a, a fee from tnt yeah, there's no like rights fee that's right it's divulged yet right so if, if it, they exist so that that revenue stream doesn't exist and it's vital for wwe because trust me wwe would tell you how important it is that they get that rights television rights fee. that pay that covers everything and apparently a point of you know something that came up in the negotiations was that all or nothing back last year like you said earlier, was a Ring of Honor like Ring of Honor production essentially. As much as it was this huge independent show, Ring of Honor helped them out with production and the ring and a lot of the logistics that went around that that event was helped by they had a, a helping hand by Ring of Honor. Uh, that's not a secret, but I think that was like to TNT. It was like, hey, wait a minute, you know, you're an unproven property, and the one event that you kind of you, you guys kind of pulled off wasn't even on your own, technically. It was with another promotion <laughs> that's not involved with this at all. <laughs> you know, so mm. I don't know if that played a part. Plus, like I just said, 
TNT, unproven commodity. Not un, not TNT, All Elite Wrestling, unproven commodity. And TV promotions aren't just coughing up money to unproven commodities. The reason why WWE gets all the money it gets is because it's got 50-some-odd years of history and success, I might add. Not just on television, but as a company as a whole. TV promotions, uh, TV companies know WWE ain't going anywhere. Their ratings may not be great because they ain't great. But WWE's business isn't going belly up anytime soon, so at least they're going to be there. You can trust them that they're going to be a functioning business, whereas other wrestling endeavors have come and gone. You can't trust them. <laughs> like, and oh. LA wrestling doesn't seem like that because they got a lot of money behind it, obviously. The Khan family, rich beyond our wildest dreams, and they, they can seemingly afford to lose for a while because that's what's going to happen. Typically, when you start a business, you lose in the beginning. But the pay-per-view structure... I think the reason why the pay-per-view is so expensive, $50, we're not used to paying $50 for anything anymore in wrestling unless it's an actual right. ticket. Yeah, the actual HD version is 60 I Yeah, just, like... Just checked on Xfinity, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go to Bleacher Report Live. <laughs> How much is Bleacher Report Live, though? I don't know. Probably not 50 Probably not, I would imagine. I would but hope not. I don't know. I'm sure AEW is counting on that pay-per-view revenue stream. What They're was the... On. What was the event that apparently you were supposed to pay for, but Bleacher Report Live accidentally aired it free? Like I, it just happened Ooh, like a know. few months ago. Was it an AF game or something? Oh, you know, it was. Wasn't it a golf Tiger versus Phil? Maybe. Oh, not, maybe that's, that's what it was. Maybe I don't so, remember uh, that. I remember it was just kind of funny. I was like, "What if the same thing happens where you can watch <laughs> that for free?" <laughs> like, okay, I'm I'm all in for free. <laughs> yeah, I mean. TV promotions, TV he can't say promotions. TV companies are handing out big money deals to sports entities, but those are typically to proven entities: NBA, MLB, NASCAR, NHL, NFL, et cetera, et cetera, and WWE. To unproven ones, not so much. So you got to prove yourself. Mm. So <clears throat> you got that. But I'm like I said, fifty dollars for a pay per view is sixty dollars for the for the HD version. That's quite a bit because even Ring of Honor shows are like what thirty bucks. Yeah, something like that. Like twenty five, something like that in that realm. They're not fifty. You know, fight TV maybe thirty five. Yeah. Oh. And even that's on the on the expensive side for wrestling fans nowadays. Because uh, again, if you're watching WWE, you used to pay nine ninety nine a month. Even New Japan World is like eight nine dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, it, the new Impact Plus that's seven ninety nine a month. Like I right. just started that uh, free uh, thirty day trial. So. Apparently they will start having pay-per-views on there too. So it's uh, well, we'll see how things move forward. Maybe I- I'm kind of surprised as AW's not, not through the fight TV app at, at this point, but uh, that could change, but that just made sense to me that they would go through there. Too. Well, I mean, Hey, maybe, now maybe it's, it's not, um... Maybe TNT is, is involved, wants to get involved with that. They got their own streaming service called Bleach Report Live. So maybe they're more interested in making that a thing and getting their thing on. No, it is a thing, but if you want to be on our airwaves, go through our streaming service. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's the key there. But uh, but like I said, pay-per-view revenue. And you got UFC now. Of course, they're on ESPN+, Plus, but you still got to pay the regular pay-per-view price to watch UFC pay-per-views on ESPN+. Plus. It's like Sixty dollars or whatever it is, so they are kind of like the middle ground in that. You still pay this the pay per view price, but on a streaming service. And but AEW and WWE pay per view is essentially non existent. Meanwhile, you got All Elite, which is and, and even Ring of Honor because they still do pay per views, all pay per view, but fifty bucks. That's pretty steep. Mm. But and then, and they're gonna divvy that. That that's they they need that revenue stream. Because they're not getting the TV money like you like we've talked about. <clears throat> now they're going to have to obviously divvy that money up amongst the pay per view carriers and providers or whatever. But you know, production costs it costs money to run a wrestling show. Just one. They're going to try to do this every single week. I don't know if it's, did they say it's going to be live. I, I assume it's going to be live. Uh, I would uh, hope not. <laughs> and and <laughs> that's me selfishly saying that because I think they can only. Uh, <sighs> I think it can only be kind of bad if it's live first. Like, why not tape it, fine tune things, edit things before 
before putting it live. Maybe the first show could be live, but um, you know, maybe they do thing a thing where they do a live show and then tape a couple for the rest of the month and then do maybe one live every every month. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like no, they're live every week. Later this year, Warner Media will provide exclusive multi-platform access to fans to watch AEW events, airing live weekly matches on TNT and Prime Time, as well as streaming them through Warner Media's BR Live and on pay-per-view. I don't even think WWE should be live every week, but whatever. We're live, pal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, as you heard in our intro. But that's even that's again that's also expensive to go live. Uh, every yeah, week, so like, to cover that yeah. cost, man, you, you're going to cough up some money. They need some money. They, they like spend it. a lot of money, but yeah. they're not. How they're going to bring it in? It's going to be through pay per view. It's going to be through live gates, and it's going to be through merchandise. That's the main. That's what what I from what I see as from the from an outsider. That's their main three streams of revenue at the moment. They, they of course they probably have other ones that we don't know about, but at the moment, pay per view, live events, merchandise. Maybe some licensing if they do like action figures or something like that. But yeah, I wonder if they uh, did it say anything about touring for for you know, these weekly paper weekly pay per views weekly TV shows? shows. I mean, like, so they gonna have a home base where they like ECW had the ECW arena. Are you gonna have like the AEW arena and do like I don't know, but that's another expense to travel. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hmm. it's really talking about you know the uh, just the. The platforms are going to be on. This is the press release, I should say. Uh, the platforms are going to be on. They hype double or nothing. There's going to be an hour long live pre show that will stream on Warner Media and AEW social channels called The Buy In. It's another you know gambling thing there. Uh, it's going to the Buy In will include the first ever casino battle royale. You know, twenty one people or whatever. Uh, yeah. So nothing about like whether it's gonna be a touring thing or a like you said a station like an NXT or like you know old school studio wrestling where it was in one location centrally. Which I mean, if you want to cut some costs, <laughs> do that. Do it down in Jacksonville every week. They're down in Jacksonville anyway. Find a building where you can get you know maybe a thousand people in there if, if that many, and record your show. I mean, you'll save at least money on travel and going from city to city. You, you want to do that probably eventually because you can just spread the word of your product that way. But at, at the beginning, when you're going to be spending money <laughs> on talent, on production, on, you know, whatever else. Yeah. I mean, may, uh, like I said, the TV deal might have some revenue, some ad revenue sharing in that. But that's, that's not what, you know, that's not guaranteed. That could fluctuate depending on the ad rates. So, uh, so that's interesting. What do you think though? Is a reasonable, let's go with a reasonable like first night rating or like viewership number. And what do you think it's going to be like their like median, their average after you get out of that like initial like curiosity phase? Like, what do you think is a good number for them? Well, like, right off the bat, not, they- not just pie in the sky, but like a, like a solid, like this is what they could, they should probably expect. Right off the bat, they got ahead of 10. No, uh, <laughs> I think a, a good, if I was a W, my goal would be a 1.0, uh, because I think there's enough, like that was among impacts, best ratings, but that was back in like the mid two thousands and everything. Like the, the way everything is hyped now, social media, and they're getting out in front of it with, with already having events before their weekly TV series. Uh, so I think a good goal for them would be a 1.0 off the bat. Uh, not sure if they'll make that right away, but if they can get to 1.0 in like the first month and then build off that and and maybe between a 1 and a 2, I would think would be a, a good goal within the first year That because you got to sustain that. And if, if you if you sustain a 1 to 2, anything above that would be great because you're almost like Competing with WWE, but a one, a one's a lot. A, a one, a one's actually very much impact proved how hard it is to sustain that. When they had names like Hogan, Bischoff, Flair, like they they hit that uh, a lot of times without those names. But it was just like 
I think the storylines and everything got convoluted. Like they had Sting too, uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, the name value didn't exactly bring them to where they wanted to be. Uh, they don't really have names in AEW right now. Jericho is obviously the biggest one, but uh, maybe that helps them ratings wise uh, if they can land a couple big quote unquote big names from WWE. The revi- like when we talk about the revival, Dobbs Ziggler. To me, they're not big names. Like big names to me would be like a Kevin Owens. I, I had said before uh, stuff like that, but. Between a one and a two, I think within a year, like the, if they can do that, it would be like a home run for them. But uh, that might be a lofty goal, especially for a, a company that's just being born. Uh, but for the first show, I'll go 0.5. I don't know if I could do a rating like number specifically. I'm, I'll just go with like viewership. If they get a million viewers on night one, to me, that's a win. Well, that's kind of what I'm going with. But to I me, that's a win. There. A million people watched your show. I don't care what entity you are. Obviously, you know, if you're an NFL game, you don't want more than you know. Well, you probably want more than a million people watching a, a big primetime game, right? But if you're a wrestling promotion and a million people watch your show, I think you're doing that's that's. That's pretty good, especially as an unknown product. If you're WWE, you've been around for 50 years. A million people ain't, ain't good enough. Your, your your expectations are different. But if you're all elite wrestling and you're this brand new IP that has never existed before until October 2019 or whatever they start up officially, to me, a million is pretty good. I think that's a good number to get, maybe a great number to get, I mean, depending on how they do move after that, but I, I mean, can they do a million? That's tough to do. That's not easy to do. That's not it's easy not, to do. For, but, like but, I said, an unproven, unknown, you know, brand new IP like all the wrestling. Yeah, I think it's entirely possible because of that TNT thing. That's where I think that was huge for them. Where, like we you mentioned it earlier, Spike TV not not as big a name. Uh, and now even the Paramount Network, you know, like that's Spike TV was probably their best brand. Uh, maybe TNN, but uh, I think Spike TV was the height of that network's uh, branding and great, you know, like uh, exposure. Because uh, you had WWE TV on there, you know, had Raw on Raw and Spike and Raw and TNN. I prefer Raw and Spike uh, just because it sounds cooler. But TN, okay. TNT, you know, that's that's out there. It's I think I think that alone will, will help uh, the numbers quite a bit. Yeah, because TNT will push it, they will promote it, and that that should help. Easy to easy I mean, to find. Easy. To I don't find. know what the highest rated shows on TNT are pulling right now, but I can look that up. But I mean, if you start in the fall, uh, if you wait till October, basketball season usually starts around late October, early November. So. Uh, you know, that could help too. Maybe they'll be a lead in to a basketball season opener. Now that would definitely help them. I could see that happening. Uh, maybe they don't, they don't wait till October. Maybe they start in September. Uh, but I don't know if you want to start around a holiday, you know, Labor Day weekend, whatever their numbers aren't going to be too, too good. Uh, and then you have all the, all the TV seasons starting, you know, in September for the fall lineup. So, I think maybe you're talking about fall 2019. You wait till October, uh, and you wait until maybe you know TNT is going to have the NBA on for for a long time. So maybe you put that in in like a lead up type of role. Yeah, I'm looking at for the first show, I should say. I just did a quick Google search and uh, looked at the shows that have been like canceled and renewed by TNT recently. Uh, the Alienist uh, had, I think, it looks like it says 1.7 million viewers. It was ended, though, not canceled. Uh, Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, which you see, if you watch the NBA playoffs, you see, like, so many ads for, like, Animal Kingdom and that show Claws. They promote the hell out of those shows. So, one point, but as much as they promote it, 1.3 million viewers, according to the website I'm on. I'm on TVSeriesFinale.com. not sure if that's an official website, but bear with me here. Just trying to provide some context. Uh, and that's been renewed, by the way, Animal Kingdom. Claws, 1.287 million viewers. So 
these are not like groundbreaking shows. It's not like it's Game of Thrones or something like that. But they're still promoted heavily on TNT, and they're it's like they're pulling in, you know, routinely pulling in over a million viewers. So, like I said, I think that if all Elite Wrestling pulls in over a million viewers, I think that's pretty good. That's and it also depends on the night of the week, obviously too, uh, and the exact time slot as well. Um, so that, that also plays, I think that plays a, a, a factor in, um, what kind of rating you can get, you know, as, as a TV show. I think obviously the elite up would be key for them, especially like starting their own weekly TV show. Um, I, I think the lead up would be key, you know, like maybe you do a, you, you, if you're TNT, you you begin like a nine, a nine o'clock basketball game, but you put on AEW at like eight o'clock. I know they have their pre-show, like the NBA countdown show or inside the NBA, but um, maybe for the home, maybe for like the first show, you kind of like coordinate that to where uh, AEW gets the most exposure they can for their first show. Like to me, that makes sense. But I don't know how much the logistics would be around that. With you know, you got to have that pregame, especially with a, an NBA like season opener. Uh, it's it's going to be a big one. So, uh, but I think maybe you try and coordinate that. You know, like will we see AEW uh, preempted like Nitro was? I, I don't know. Like basketball playoffs preempted them all the time. So that that'll be interesting too to see how like will they shift the show around based off the NBA. That's why yeah. the week, that, like the weekly live thing kind of, it's like frustrating well, because if you, if you tape a show, you can move it around. Well, the but, thing is, I, and I, mentioned, I mentioned earlier, they could have shows on Tuesdays, but you just mentioned basketball during the NBA season. A lot of their games are on Tuesdays, especially during the playoffs, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. A lot of their games on while ESPN has like Wednesdays and Fridays and even Saturdays sometimes and Sundays too. <laughs> Uh, for for ESPN and ABC, but TNT primarily is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so maybe you want to avoid Tuesdays so you don't get preempted all the time. Yeah, and and Thursdays too, so maybe Wednesday is like the night for them. Maybe, may, maybe you can even debut them in, in front of an NBA game in, in the beginning of the season, and then just move nights. You know, that's not gonna that's not gonna kill viewership. I, I don't think. I think as long as you're promoting, you know, hey. The, it's not always going to be on a Thursday night, but it is this week. This is what you're going to see every Wednesday night uh, starting next week, and then they go that route. There, there's so many different things they could do, which is why I love it because like you, it's been almost 20 years since we've seen wrestling on a Turner Network, and I think there's so yeah. many different things they could do, like so many different things WWE can do with SmackDown on Fox and what, what what that relationship's going to look like. Like that's exciting for me. That's like this fall is going to be really interesting to see how those networks coincide with wrestling promotions. Yeah. It will be interesting to see just how they produce this show. This is a whole different crew from like a WWE show. When we, we think they're on SmackDown, this is a brand extension for starters. Oh, they're going to be different or not at all. (laughs) it's different colors. different colors, but it's the same production. And, and for yeah. the most part, on a large scale, especially when it comes to cable, we've seen the same style for the last since since WCW closed in two thousand one. We've seen the same type of show in mainstream wrestling for over well over a decade, almost two decades. Uh, I know T- Impact had its show, uh, obviously, and they still have a show, and Ring of Honor has its show. But this this feels bigger for some reason. And, you know, like I said, TNT was on Spike, but I mean not TNT. Impact was on Spike, but Spike isn't what TNT is. TNT's been around longer. It's a more of a proven commodity. It's a strong network that anybody would like to be on. People would like to be on TNT. So, excuse me, it's and for the first time we we got a different flavor coming in. I'm interested to see what that flavor is going to look like. How it's going to be produced. How it's going to look. TNT, how they want it to be produced, the whole nine, how it's going to fit in with, because they have a, 
you know, TNT, how they promote their shows, it has a specific look and a specific yeah. style. And I've gotten, like I said, I've become accustomed to this because I've watched NBA playoffs the last couple of years. And I see nothing but Animal Kingdom and Claws commercials. So now I know how they kind of promote it and that feel they have. How is AEW going to fit in line with all of that? Uh, I'm interested to see. And again, you, you brought up a good point. How is SmackDown going to look on Fox? Is it going to look any different? Is it going to, is it going to be the same old stuff we get now? that we don't really don't care to see anymore and the ratings bear that out. It's, it's going to be very interesting. And I also forget a lot of the times about Jim Ross and I know it's 2019 and I'm kind of like, I, I thought it would be good if he like walked away, didn't have to do it, but he wants to continue doing what he loves. So all the we more don't know if he's going to be announcing though. He's just, why wouldn't he though? I don't in know. My opinion, like that. It makes sense know. for me if they're going to hire him. Why he might be a consultant or you know something like that. He's know. on the bro- he's on the roster page as part of the broadcast team, so I don't know oh, why well. I would just make him your play by play guy. But because um, that I think helps the presentation because people know him in the mainstream. So you see him on TV and on TNT, you're like, okay, this is legit. Uh, you know, you can't say that about New Japan. You never saw him on camera when you know he was doing the New Japan shows on Access TV. So. This is going to be different. Like he'll, if he's the play-by-play guy, you're going to see him on camera, and uh, maybe that brings more like eyeballs. Where you're like, okay, it's Jim Ross, it's a wrestling show, it's on TNT. This has to be legit, so we'll check it out. And maybe that, maybe for the casual fan, that's what matters. Well, we shall. See it all. Can't, can't wait um, till he says says slobberknocker during an <laughs> AEW match. I'm looking at AEW's roster page. I don't like how they got these pictures like this. Well, what's funny is you know we were texted earlier, but apparently uh, Sean Ross Sapp had mentioned that Conrad was actually on their roster page. Conrad Thompson as part of he the broadcast team. So yeah, he what, works what at AEW. Yeah, right. So they got Earl apparently Henry he told Sean Ross Sapp that he. That he didn't know, stop it. Like that, that, you know what? That alone should make me. No, that alone should make me not watch AEW. <laughs> brought in Earl Hebner, like the worst referee yeah. in history. Somebody not because of the uh, Montreal screw job, but because he can't watch his own pinfalls. <laughs> Somebody in the chat said that Conrad has already done doing a new podcast with Jim Ross. And that's true. Grilling JR is actually a good podcast. I listened to it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you're on somebody's roster page, you work for him, fam. <laughs> Come on, let's not kid ourselves. Like, I, mean, I understand that. Like, is he still on there? Did you, did you just check? I'm it looking at it right now because I, I saw it yesterday when you know it was being uh, talked about, and I, I guess they didn't edit it out or no, whatever. So he's on there, on, fam. Conrad, yeah. you, 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 my guy, but you on the payroll? That's <laughs> you, you yeah, must be. Yeah. You, I'm not. You're not putting me on the payroll. You're not putting me on your website unless I'm on your payroll. So uh, right. yeah. But the way they got these pictures, you can tell they're definitely like cutouts and like they didn't all take these pictures at the same time and different variances in quality. Maybe they'll do that eventually once they get everyone in the building in the same place at the same time. Uh, They also got it in Helico, which is pretty cool. He's in uh, Lucha Underground. That's pretty cool. Uh, Forgot about. By the way, uh, I think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. That uh, Eric Bischoff podcast, 83 Weeks, Conrad, that's become my favorite podcast because it just take like and i know a lot of it is like can be looked at as bs like i still think the whole premise that Bischoff talks about with the nwo was former wcw guys returning to gain revenge on wcw for not making them stars that was all bs because it was a war you know they made it they absolutely made it seem like it was wwf guys invading uh, so like a lot of the things that he says, like, uh, not, not a lot, but I should say like a lot of those main things I do question, but man, that's become one of my favorite listens about the business behind WCW and why it failed at Turner and why, like how much Turner really had, uh, say in a lot of things that WCW couldn't do anything about. So I do suggest uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, go ahead and listen to that. But, um, kind of also makes me wonder how much, Ted Turner is not really involved in, 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 you know, his networks anymore, really, from what I understand. Oh, he's been out of the door there. Yeah. So 
How that much? was since WCW merger. That was like yeah. part of the that reason was, why WCW yeah, no was say, yeah. because he, had, yeah. he lost his voting power on the board. So yeah, that that been the case. Yeah. So I wonder how much control they'll really have over AEW. So I, I don't know if they have any control of AEW. It's just their broadcast partner. AEW is owned and operated by Tony Khan and his people and Cody Rose, whoever you know is under their ownership. TNT, as far as we know, maybe I don't. We don't know if TNT bought right, a thing in the promotion or something like right, that. I doubt that, that happened, though. Right, that would be correct. Yeah, you're right. right. That would that would that would probably make more sense if they bought a stake in it and then they were there to tell right. you what to do and whatnot. But, which yeah, apparently I'm pretty, sure, the case before I'm pretty sure Spike did that with Impact. I'm pretty sure Spike had a stake I, in. Yeah, Impact I don't think at, I don't think at first, but I think it was gradual, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't eventually. Like I'm pretty sure that eventually became the case. I wonder if uh, wasn't Sting like didn't he come in because of Spike or something like that? Maybe that's maybe I that's think, what it started. I think Impact like no, that. I think Impact was paying his salary. That's what it was. I'm pretty sure Impact paid some of the wrestlers' salaries. Spike. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Spike. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay. Spike was paying. Yeah, I think you're right. Salary. I think I remember uh, hearing about that. Yeah, right. but oh uh, yeah, I don't think TNT. I would doubt TNT has an ownership stake. I don't think TNT is willing to get that far back in bed with wrestling. It's one thing to have it on your airwaves. It's another thing to invest money. Right. I mean, you're already investing yeah, time, which true. is money, but to really invest money into it, I, I don't see them doing it at this point. But you know, again, yeah, you're right. You're right. All the details. Uh, let's move on though, because we got a pay per view this weekend. Oh, believe sh- it or not. Sh- Crap, I completely forgot. We just talked about this before we went on the air, and I already forgot about it. Yeah, it's rather forgettable because a lot of WWE's product has been unforget- has been forgettable. Uh, yeah. so it's a shame, too, because Money in the Bank is usually traditionally one of the more fun pay-per-views every year. One of the more intriguing because typically yeah. the winners of the Money in the Bank match is like the next in line to be a champion at some point in the next year. Uh, and last year, I think last year, maybe the, two years ago, was the first time they kind of put like the full, all the events around it and the NXT TakeOver. And that ain't the case this year. And now it's just an afterthought. <laughs> it feels like... Um, it's in May, which sucks. Yeah, it's just, it's all weird. But here we are. Money in the Bank is this weekend. Uh, I don't even know where it is. Where is it? 11 damn matches. Like, what the hell? I don't know where this show is. It's going to be hard for Connecticut. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Where yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's a happening somewhere. But on WWE.com, they got a bunch of matches listed. At the top of the card, though, is the Raw Women's title match. <laughs> Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. So maybe this is main eventing. Who knows? They just main evented WrestleMania. Uh, this, this is the first pay-per-view since WrestleMania, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 So here we are. That's for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You're 100% correct. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Nick, who you got? Uh, I'm going with Charlotte Flair. I agree. Uh, but well, uh, <laughs> I do agree, but I think I think the, the notion is that she's going to lose one of these titles, and if she loses one, it would be the SmackDown yeah, But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if WWE pulled a swerve and said, nope, Becky Lynch keeps both titles. I wouldn't be against that, but then you got to move on from Charlotte. Like if if yeah. that's it, then you got to move on. But yeah, easy way to kind of ha- split them off is to have Becky keep the Raw one, which I guess will predict the Raw Women's Championship. Now Becky Lynch beats Lacey Evans. Uh, I agree. But the easy way to do that is to have Becky Lynch keep the Raw title and have Charlotte go to Smack, stay on SmackDown, and not do the wild card crap that they've been oh, doing God. the last couple of weeks. <sighs> Why'd you have to bring that up, man? I'm sorry. I apologize for that, but. Not do that crap and keep Charlotte on SmackDown. Keep her away from Becky Lynch. Problem solved. Boom, bang, bow. We're done. Universal <laughs> Championship match. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. This is a dream match, but it's just happening at a horrible time because no one really likes WWE at this point. Yeah, and it's happening at Money in the Bank. I don't. It, it, I, I have. I do think it, was, it has been smart of them to go back into the archives and dig up that match they had back in like 2006 or whatever when Seth Rollins was like 19 and AJ Styles I think was on impact at that point and yeah. they had a match and that was great because I remember seeing that on I think the 24 documentary documentary they did about uh, Seth Rollins when he came back from his knee injury and stuff like that uh, so 
or was it before the? It was some documentary they'd done about Seth Rollins in the last couple of years. Uh, but I'm glad they dug that up and included it into the storyline. But Nick, who wins? Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. Uh, Rollins retains. I agree. Rollins retains. He just won the title. We're not going to lose it that fast. Uh, WWE Championship: Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. That's an interesting one, but I don't think. I mean, Extreme Rules is coming to Philly in July, and I don't really go by advertisements that much, but they are advertising a certain match. So I will say Kofi retains here. Okay. Also, NXT is coming to the Fillmore, and I think Saturday this weekend here in Philly. So we should have hyped that up all show. We should have. And Impact was here at 2300 Arena a couple weeks ago. So how about that? That's right. That's right. A lot of wrestling shows here. But as far as this match, do they take the belt off of Kofi Kingston already? I could totally see them doing that. I think they no. might. I think Kevin Owens no. wins WWE Championship. And they'll have a rematch at some point, obviously. But yeah, I think they do that. Maybe uh, if Big E is able to come back after this match or some point soon, maybe he can throw him back to the fray. I don't know. But yeah, Kevin Owens wins. Uh, um, next match on the card. Roman Reigns versus Elias. Say it all at once. Roman, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Steel Cage match. That should be an interesting one. The Miz oh, wow. versus Shane McMahon. Who you got? I- I'm ready for this to be over. So Miz, I guess, gets his win back. If he gets his win back, it's not going to be over, right? You would think. Oh, damn it. You True. know, because what's the next pay- what's, what's the next pay per view after this? A rubber match. Extreme Rules. No. June. What's in June? Isn't there the, the Saudi Arabia show? Yeah, but dude. They're probably going to do this at Saudi Arabia and then they'll stretch what? it out to Extreme Rules. So Extreme Rules is in July, so what's in June? I'm pretty they, sure it's a Saudi show. But that can't... No, they don't, they don't make that the actual pay-per-view. They might. Wait, hold on. So I'm on the Wikipedia page. They usually have the yeah, I'm doing the same yeah, thing. Pay per view. They don't even have. They have There's text no June pay per view. Takeover. And oh then, no, no, stomping grounds. God damn! Holy crap! We we wanted to forget it. We absolutely wanted to forget it, and the internet wouldn't let us. So wait a minute. Anyway, the Saudi shows can call Super Showdown too. Yeah, apparently I saw that too. So, Wasn't that the Australia show last year? It, it was, but you know what they should do for these type of shows? Just keep it Super Showdown and then put a Roman numeral next to it like WrestleMania. Yeah, That's what they should do. A Clash of the Champions, something like that. <laughs> or that. That's a better cool. logo than it was last time. I'll get yeah, that what, much. That was my first thought, too. <laughs> Wait a second. Undertaker versus Goldberg? Yeah. Did I, miss this? I didn't see this at all a couple days ago. I've been, <laughs> it, I don't know. I've been working too so hard. I, I had told you... I didn't really watch Raw SmackDown. I watched. I read the spoilers. I saw this on uh, Twitter a few few days ago. So Goldberg and the Undertaker. That's literally going to be like not even two minutes. So, uh, oh my god, like kind of really disinterested with everything. And Triple H versus Randy Orton because we needed that. Oh my god, I didn't see that. I didn't see yet. That's so. on WWE.com, man. Dated May thirteenth. <laughs> Uh, also, it is, I will say, of all the things that are on this poster I'm looking at right now with the, the cooler logo, Super Showdown is a terrible name. But Kofi Kingston's on the poster. Hey, how about that? Okay. How about that? But, uh, yeah, Stomping Grounds is in June, so there's that. Uh, yeah, Miz wins. Why not? June has a, had a run. Great Balls of Fire was in June, too. So... Just don't watch WWE in June. What does next, next June have in store? Yeah. Crapola, that's what they're going to call it. (laughs) That's one of their better names. (laughs) WWE Trash, that's what they're going to call it. I don't know Brian Isley say that. WWE uh, Dumpster Fire, that's what we're going to call it. He was talking about WCW. Yeah, WCW ass. That's right, that's what I'm thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Go back in the archives and, and listen to that. Yeah. WapaRadio.com. But uh, the, we're going to have WWE Dumpster Fire next June. <laughs> June pay per views are on WWE. Um, 
Smack, we already did the Raw women's the Raw women's title match, women's Money in the Bank match. I don't even know who the participants are in this match. Oh, we got Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella, and just today Alexa Bliss was taken out. She's apparently not medically cleared. So Nikki Cross has been officially added to that match. Hmm. Uh, I'm going with Mandy Rose. Uh, it's going to become like the blonde match, like the blonde woman's match. Last year's Carmella. This is going to be Mandy Rose. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to go. I'm going to go babyface here because I think a heel is going to win the men's one. I'll go Ember Moon. Okay. That's a solid pick. That's a solid pick. I think they're dying to give Mandy Rose something. I don't disagree. I think this is it. Uh, the men's one, we got Andrade, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Mustafa, in parentheses, Ali, <laughs> and Randy Orton. That is eight people. This should be a hell of a match when you got Sami, Mustafa, Ricochet, Andrade, all in one match. Somebody's going to die, probably, <laughs> with all the risks they're going to take. And, of course, you got people like Orton, McIntyre, and Corbin trying to base a lot of people. And Finn Balor's just hanging out, being an Intercontinental Champion. He can do <laughs> stuff, too. Uh, but, yeah, who you got in this match? Who you, what heel do you think is going to win this match? I'm go- I I got to go. My guy, Drew McIntyre, he's his world Drew champion McIntyre. this year at some point. Mm. So you don't think Baron Corbin's going to win it again for the second really, time? I really hope not. <laughs> but then you have Randy Orton there who's won it before. He actually won it in Philly. and that's Like, he's so random in this match. Like, he's... Uh, just, he'll yeah. RKO somebody off a ladder. That's what he's going to be there for. Uh, he'll catch somebody off a ladder for RKO. Uh, I'm going to go off the... Maybe off the beaten path of sorts. I'm going to go with Andrade. Oh, wow. Be Mr. Money in the Bank. I think it would be a nice touch for him. I would not be against that. But I kind of would be surprised just because... I don't know. I... I don't know. They're very, very good. I just, I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I thought he'd be in a higher spot right now, but maybe this is the beginning for him. Maybe. Maybe it's just yeah. the beginning. Uh, this is how he kickstarted, maybe. Uh, United States Championship, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. The match we barely got at WrestleMania because Rey Mysterio was hurt. We're going to get it at Money in the Bank. Nick, who you got? I'm going to go Mysterio here, and this is where Samoa Ooh. Joe kills Dominic. Wow. I, I thought that was going to happen before, but uh, I'll go that. I'll, I'll do go that route here. Mm. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe to retain. I see a lengthy reign for our guy, Joey Headrocker. I hope and so. Ray Mysterio, I mean, hope you know, we all love Ray Mysterio, but he's not there to be winning titles at this point. He's there to get other people over and have good matches. Put Samoa Joe over. Like a match match. Absolutely, yeah. That match was not, it was short. It wasn't. <laughs> great at all because they're so short, but whatever. Uh, last but not least, Cruiserweight Championship match. Tony Nese defending against Aria Davari. Who you got? Tony Nese to retain. I agree. And that is Money in the Bank 2019. Go check it out at some point. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I'll be watching the Game of Thrones finale. More than oh, later. that's right. That's right. And I'll be, yeah. there. I'll be there with you. I'll be watching the finale first. Yeah, I'm catching this later. Sorry, WWE, but more pressing matters <laughs> yeah, on the horizon. That's, that's where the product is right now. I would never have thought that would be me as a, like growing yeah. up as big a wrestling fan. I never Straight thought up. that would be me. But peace. I'll, I'll catch it Monday afternoon. At some yeah, point. I'll, I'll, yeah. Fortunately, WWE Network, we can watch it on demand. Hi. Thanks, WWE. <laughs> we don't have to watch your show live. So, um, yeah. In the meantime, watch, though... Watch it be one of the best pay-per-views of the year. Probably. Oh, well. I got to see this historic event Sunday. Same. Uh, Same. But in the meantime, Nick, take us out with some plugs, please. You can follow me at Nick Picot on Twitter and follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Straight Shooters. You can also find this podcast, phillyvoice.com, phillyinfluencer.com. Missed it last week. Completely forgot to post it last week. I was sick. So Thursday, we recorded Wednesday night. Thursday, I just came down with something, and I was like bedridden for a few days. So yikes! Didn't put it up last week, but you will find it uh, tomorrow or this weekend on Philly Voice and Philly 
Bonesir.com. Uh, I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. Uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you can find me out here in the streets. Yeah, 82 Atlantic. I saw you in the chat. Yes, I am out here in the streets. Just because I don't know the card to Money in the Bank, I'm probably not the only one, okay? <laughs> it's been a rough time following the rest WWE the last couple months, uh, especially Very in WrestleMania, honestly. So, no, I did not know the card off the back of the top of my head. I use notes for that. I use WWE.com for that. <laughs> Because I we want never to use the official Sorry. card. I don't want to just use it off the top of the dome. I forget something. That's just unprofessional. So, but I am out here in these streets, though. So don't ever doubt that. All right, that's a fact, Jack. I'm out here in these streets. Um, but we also find our episodes of the podcast. Let me get professional again. Episodes of these here podcasts is on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, SoundCloud, Spotify. And the mothership wildfireradio.com. Of course, youtube.com slash I don't know what the slash is. It's not really a, a, a nice slash. Shoot just search shoot this radio podcast on YouTube. We're there on there. Check out our videos, see our beautiful faces. And of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash shooters radio. We can find exclusive content for the nominal fee of $1.99. But until next time, I'm Vaughn Johnson. He's Nick McCone. Thanks for listening and watching episode 196 of The Straight Shooters, and we will catch y'all again next week. You've been listening to The Straight Shooters on Wildfire Radio. For advertising opportunities, contact Nick Picone via email at piconenick at gmail.com or call 856-625-1190.